As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. God's beauty is shown in our ugliest moments. And that's what I call a masterpiece. Your next move be your best move on God. That's for real like the Neptunes on God. No ego, cause I gotta say God like the Migos on God. It's the best move if you ain't talking about that. God bless you. Famalam, Famalam, welcome to God Made Dirt, the podcast with the leading lady, BK, and your boys, Marcel, Pastor B, and not, and last but definitely not least, your boy, Money Mike, man. This is where we have conversations behind the curtain of religion. You know, the stuff that the church may be too holy or the world may be too embarrassed to talk about, we gonna talk about it. But before we do that, I want y'all to check this out. I think at the end of the day, It all goes back to the root of what God wants us to understand. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And in order to have authentic love, you have to root out differences. You have to root out racism, root out cultural differences, root out financial backing or financial background or status quo or who has more money or who has more connections. At the end of the day, you have to root out all of those things. Because the Bible says that love conquers a multitude of faults. And so when we look at what God is in his authenticity, we're looking at somebody who loves us in spite of us. God does not care about our financial status. He doesn't care about whether we're black, whether we're white, whether we're Asian or Chinese. God cares about our heart. And in order for us to love unconditionally, without bias, we've got to remove color. We've got to remove status. We've got to remove everything in our mind that we've been conditioned to believe. And in order to really love people where they are, we got to see them where they at. We got to love them where they at and not expect them to be where we are. And we have to have the conversations of where people started. See, when we have the conversations about where people started, it helps us understand them better. You might not have started where I started. Your struggle may not be my struggle. But my struggle is my struggle. Your struggle is your struggle. But at the end of the day, God loves us in spite of our struggle. He loves us no matter how many times we've been set back. He loves us no matter how many times we've made the same mistake. Y'all all heard the song. We fall down, but we get up. We get up because we get up with grace. We get up. We get up as survivors because we've been through hell and back. We've been through testing of times. We've been through trials and tribulations. But we get up with his grace. And we get up because of his love. And so when God looks at us, it's just one simple question. Does God see himself when he looks at us? Does he see himself when he looks at you? And he's not looking at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. Man, brainwashed with Pastor B. Now, 
Now, now our producer Peaches and us, we had to talk about that title brainwash. And I think I, I want to get into that, right? We call it brainwash because it's a it's a mind renewal at the top of the show, right? Now you're gonna receive this goodness that we give y'all. So we need y'all minds in the right place to be able to get this medicine. You dig? So it's a brainwashing, right? This ain't no cult. You did. This ain't no, we're not zombies. Pastor B is not leading zombies out here, but he's getting your mind renewed. He's helping you reach that point where you can just receive all this fresh information. So we're going to dive and get into some good stuff. So that's the story behind Brainwash. Don't y'all spread no dirty rumors about that. You hear me? All right. Now, um, before we get into the, to today's episode, my people, how y'all doing, man? Y'all good today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I'll tell you, it's been a... Uh, it's been a, a, a week for me, man. I'll tell you one thing. So we're going to get into it, man. But this gas line hack, we got to talk about it. We're going to get into it. But it just so happened the same day my company had like a big network down this week, man. So it's, it's really been it's really been something. But BK, how's your week been going so far? So far, it's been busy, but going smooth. It's going smooth. We had the same thing with my company hmm. uh, where the network just plopped. Wow. Like nothing we can do about it. We're just sitting in the water. No doubt. No doubt. What about you, Pastor B? Good week, man. Um, we're talking about gas lines. I got something for y'all because I literally just spent, I spent $97 in gas in the last couple of days. Wow. Uh, twice, you know. Wow. Wow. Just been what was, it? was it $5 a gallon when you got it or you just been on the go? <laughs> man, I don't know. Either or, or a combination of both. But no, it's been it's been a pretty busy week. We've been making it happen now. Things is uh, things are working out, so we all good. Money Mike killing these shows, and I'm actually coming to check Money Mike and and his show next weekend. Um, what how, how's your week been going, bro? How the shows been going? Shows been going good, bro. Um, same as y'all. That gas thing be killing us down here. It's you would have thought it was hurricane season down here in Florida, man. People just. <laughs> Filling up with anything they could get their hand on. I saw somebody put gas in a cup. So it's been, <laughs> it's been crazy down here, man. So yeah, but yeah, no things go put it in the tank of drinking. All right, right. wait a minute. Like, need, some, that, need some ice? Like that, wait, right. Wait. It remind, remind me of the 7-Eleven bring your own cup day. That's right, crazy. bro. But yeah, other than that, everything's been a vibe, man. The show's going good. It's getting on his feet. So you know, I can't wait for you to check it out when we get down here, man. All right, bet. We're going to dive into it, man. Uh, BK, I think you got something for us. Let us know. What up? Yeah, so I got some stats for you guys. So minorities represent 35% of suburbs residents. So similar to the overall population in the U.S., however, 51% of Black people live in the suburbs compared to 78% whites, 62% Asian, and 59% Hispanics. So where does it come that if a black man is to move out of the hood and he has majority white neighbors, that this makes him an Uncle Tom? Does this make him an Uncle Tom? Shoot. I'm gonna let you go first on that, Mike. No, man, it's, it's, not, it's nothing about a, not somebody being an Uncle Tom about making their situation better, never. Like the Uncle Tom is the one who mess in the neighborhood I'm currently in. That's mm -hmm. the Uncle Tom. But if I want best for my family, my life, how does that make me a seller? How does that make me an Uncle Tom? That's that's that that got hate written all over it, bro. All for sure, over. man. For sure, for sure. What about you, Pastor B? I'm with Mike on that. Uh, to want better for my family doesn't make me an Uncle Tom. Um, if anything, it makes me a better man. Um, it's my job and my responsibility to ensure that my family is safe. 
And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that we have to move to a neighborhood that looks more different than we are for feel, to feel safe. So, right. That's crazy. But it's factual, right? Yep. And it's unfortunate that, you know, be, when we move out the hood, sometimes we get labeled as, uh, you know, like the one who sold out. Like Mike said, you selling out, you don't come back to the hood, you ain't giving to the hood. Right. I, I ride through every now and again. Does it make me right. bad? Does it make me an Uncle Tom? Absolutely not. Um, it's my job and my responsibility, again, to ensure that my family is safe, to ensure that my children can play outside uh, and I ain't got to worry about a drive-by. Granted, that can happen in any neighborhood. The likelihood of it happening in a predominantly white or suburban neighborhood is less likely. Um, and so, no, it doesn't make me Uncle Tom. It just makes me a, a man uh, who utilizes my resources uh, and utilizes what God has given me to, to make sure that my family is taken care of. Uh, if I use one word, it'll simply be provider. It's good. Thanks, man. So it's funny. <laughs> Tarmel was saying this to me the other day and he was, when we were joking. Um, but first off, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names that never hurt me. You <laughs> dig? You call me what you want, right? But so I grew up on the east side and the west side of Detroit, right? East side of Detroit, uh, crack house next door. They broke in our house, stole my Nintendo, right? Probably took some other stuff, but as a kid, that's all you remember. They took the Nintendo, right? We moved to the west side of Detroit. Guess what? Crack house next door. I kid you not, right? Broke in our house, stole the PlayStation, right? So uh, when you have those type of experiences, you want to get as far away from them as possible, right? Like, and I, and it just so happens that neighborhoods that typically aren't like that, like you said, Pastor B, is um, predominantly predominantly non-Black neighborhoods, right? And so as I strive to not have my PlayStation or my Nintendo stolen or my kids place, you know, uh, Xbox nowadays, you cannot be mad at me for what my neighbors look like, you know? Like the neighborhood I live in now, man, we have a guy that patrols the neighborhood and nightly to watch out for strange activity. That would have never happened in the hood. That does not happen in the hood. And he right. may not be super cop, right? I don't need him to be Bruce Lee, but his mere presence, at least, you know, it deflects some of that attention off of our neighborhood, you dig? So you cannot get mad. So I, the, 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 the Uncle Toms are the ones who, who experience struggle, get away from struggle and totally forget that they ever struggled. Like if you right. were once broke and now you paid, I think your Uncle Tom, if you totally try to act like you were never broke, you know, you got to embrace that struggle because it's part of the story. And people that are still in those spaces need to know that there's hope to get out of that spot. Uh, but what about you, BK? I reviewed Uncle Tom as a place of where you live or your neighbors or whatever. I always saw it as like the brother that got out the hood, but then act like he was never there to begin with. Right. He turned his nose down on the people that like he grew up with or whatever, or even just his community in general, black people in general, that he just kind of left the hood and decided he was going to be whitewashed and try to pretend as though he wasn't black anymore. That right. to me was an Uncle Tom. It had nothing to do with where you lived. Thanks, man. I like that word, whitewashed. Whitewashed. <laughs> right washed. We already got a GMD word of the day, whitewashed. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, hey, Mike, man, let's post it or roast it, man. What you got? Yo, so this is a place where we talk about, you know, some of the top five topics of the world today. And we're going to see if we're going to post that thing. 
we're gonna set it on fire. You feel me? Yeah, so, let's get it. Let's go for it, guys. So hashtag pray for Israel. Oh um, yeah. Hey fellas, man, what's going on over there? And uh part two of that question is how does it affect us in the US? Let's start off with BK. Hit me up with that. I think it should affect us here in the US. Uh, I think in a way it does. Like even though I live out here in LA, the neighborhood in which I grew up in in Michigan, Oak Park, Michigan, you had predominantly blacks, Orthodox Jews and Arabs. And you had Christians, Jews, and then Muslims that pretty much grew up together and it was nice, it was peaceful. So it's kind of heartbreaking when you can see all of these religions so in such close proximity to one another and they're not getting along battling over land it's like i can understand like owning your religion but to battle over land instead of what it embodies i i don't understand it it's really sad because it's like you guys have been doing this for centuries wow. for centuries and you guys are neighbors right across the street Hey, Pastor B, what you think, man? Yeah, I'm with BK. I mean, I think it, it ultimately affects us all in some sense, but, you know, um, the Bible talks about civil wars, wars between countries, um, you know, wars between citizens and, you know, fighting for land that is, at the end of the day, none of ours. This right. is who we are. God made dirt, literally. We all come from the dirt, and from the dirt we shall return. Uh, and when we go to the dirt, none of this stuff goes with us. So in, in, in reality, we're fighting over something that none of us actually own. And we ain't talk to the owner about it because the people that think they own it really don't own it. They just borrowing it, you yep. know, but when power kicks in, then men have a standard of feeling like where they reside and, you know, what they put in and what they've invested, they live there. It's their land and nobody can take it from us. So I mean, it's a tragedy, really, what's happening over in Israel. And all we can do is pray for them over there in that other country, man, because they're going through, you know, some tough, some some very tough times right now. So, we, I mean, we got to pray for them. Um, Israel is a, is a U.S. ally. So right. it could ultimately affect our country in some sort of way um, because they are an ally. And if we have to step in, you know, that could put us in a position of some sort of war. Um, not sure exactly what that will look like. Um, a lot of that is politics, but it's unfortunate, man. And as, as a believer, all we can do is pray for the people in the Holy land and say, God, heal the land. So man, amen on that. Yes, now, sir. what's crazy is you, you say, should it affect us? And immediately, so I haven't really been up on what's been happening. I'm just sitting here listening to y'all hoping to be educated. And so the question is, how do we get, how do we make sure that we expose when this type of stuff happens, right? Like I'm usually on social media and I'm usually, I don't really watch the news, but the fact that I don't really know for sure what's been going on, I've been seeing more COVID in India than anything, like, you know, donated to that and, and saw that. But it's, it almost shows me that these uh, outlets that we are on, you know, whether it be social media or the news, they control what we're exposed to. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like the fact that I'm sitting here, like pray for Israel. I saw a little bit about it, but what's going on? That was, that's like my first question. Um, but uh, anytime that there's unrest, I, I think it should affect us, you know, right. anywhere, right. Right. you know, um, as Bibocrats, shameless plug, um, I believe that it's our job 
to uh, stand against injustice or um, or separation of any kind. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I you know, definitely I'm posting that thing. First off, that's my vote. Fact. I'm posting it on Pray for Israel. You dig? I'm, I'm always with the, the hashtag movements when it's supporting, the, you know, our neighbor. You dig? Facts. Pastor B, we pa we posting the roasting that thing. No, nah, man, we posting it, man. We praying for him. Hands up. BK? Posting it. Yeah. Well, you already know my answer, fellas. Let's go. And ladies, let's go for it. Hashtag gas hack. Jeez, a few days ago, guys, somebody yeah. hacked, hacked the pipeline, running out of gas, gas going crazy, people running up to gas stations like, like it's it's over for everybody, guys. Right. Like here in Florida, it's like hurricane season right now. So, I mean, so fellas, talk to me about that. Marcel, what you what you what's your input on that bit? Oh uh, man, so crazy, man. Uh it always starts like a headline, like you know, you'll get some type of notification on your phone. I know or at least me, right? So I'll see the notification and then like here comes the frenzy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like shortly after, right? And so uh, my wife is out and about all the time and she texts me yesterday and she's like, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I just saw a long line at multiple gas stations. What's going on? And again, it's like, she, you know, she didn't know. And I had to tell her like, hey, the governor declared a state of emergency because the gas line was hacked. And which I thought was super weird because I heard gas line hacked. I'm like, how does that affect the gas station, right? So, and so it, was, it just didn't quite make a lot of sense to me, right? And I really, it was one of those, oh, this will pass over, they'll get it figured out. You know, I've seen, I work in IT, so I've seen these type of things pass over. I didn't think much. And so my network at work went down and had been down since 11 a.m. yesterday. And it was 24 hours where I could not work from home. Right. And so it was like, eh, this is a little too coincidental. Like, you're not about to tell me some uh, the grid went out. I don't want to hear the grid went out. Like, you're not about to just sell me that this time around. I'm sorry. So so I'm I'm roasting it right off the fact that it's ridiculous. But something's going on. But I'm posting it for the awareness, man. Again, we got to make sure we expose. Facts. BK, what you think? You know what? 
now that you mention it, I did not hear anything about a gas line. Heck. So I'm like, prices in California gas is high anyway. Yeah, it's already $10 up there. So I <laughs> <laughs> my homegirl already talked about it. It took $100 to fill her, her uh, truck up. So I'm just like, what? $100? That seems, you know, kind of much. I'm like, I'm cool. I already filled up. I'm good. But then when work stuff starts going down, I'm just like, well, what's going on? Like, it's, it's me today. I'm, I'm flying solo. So what's the problem? And I'm just seeing my inbox just stack up and there's nothing I can do. It's like, first it was Salesforce goes down. Next is Outlook goes down. I'm like, okay, I'm done for today. I don't know what else to say. And nope. that was it, but had absolutely no clue that it was related to a gas hack until this morning. Right. It's crazy. Yep. Hey, so you posting or roasting it? I'm posting it. Okay. Pastor. So they know I wasn't cheating them out that dollar yesterday. Pastor, <laughs> talk to me. Man, the other day, man, I went to the gas station. I spent $97. Then I went yesterday and I spent $102 at the gas station. But you're driving like, a, hey, man, hold on. You driving a tank, bro? What's good? <laughs> Listen, I must be. No, I'm driving a Cadillac Escalade. And, uh, a, tank, a tank? A tank, right, right, <laughs> right. Hey, premium. <laughs> so, so, man, I. I was at the gas station, man. I'm like, I, but I knew that the pipeline got hacked. So I was aware that the gas pipeline got hacked. Uh, at first, a couple of people went after Russia and was like, hey, was Russia included in on this? They need to investigate and look into it. Uh, hmm. President Biden came out the day and said he don't think that it, Russia had anything to do with it. He expect the pipelines to be up and running and gas to be available everywhere because there was a gas shortage at one point. So he expect gas to be available everywhere by the weekend. So, wow. yeah, man, I... We posting it. I'm roasting it because it cost me so freaking much to put gas in the whip. I'm, I'm like, man, I'm about to start walking. Right. I'm about to get a motorcycle. Hey, listen, if, if it's too far for me to drive or to get on my on my moped and or my bike, I'm not coming. Right. I'm not. I'm not coming. Zoom me in. Right? But but um, but I'm I'm posting it because I want people to know. Like, you you might need to limit the places you're trying to go because that gas is gonna be hitting your pockets. Man, that's so, crazy. Yeah, crazy Hundred yeah. bucks. Man, check this out, man. I, I'm curious to see how how high Tesla stocks went up in those few days. Oh, uh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we got to hop on those. My, <laughs> right. son, my, my son was like, man, the, you know the you know the cold, the oil price is probably down. We need to hop in. I say, what it, what it looking like then? Let's find out. You right. Know? So. Also, for those who always let their gas tank go down to eat, let this be a lesson. You fill it up when it's halfway, all right? So hashtag number three, we got hashtag Olympics, guys. Yeah. So I saw this article where the Olympics, the committee is not allowing no Black Lives Movement, no, you know, racial injustice. None of that can go on during the days of the Olympics. Guys, do we have a problem on our hands? Let's hit it up, Marcel. Talk to me. Yeah, man, I ain't with it. So this reminds me of what the two men held up the fist in the Olympics um, many years ago. This is the same thing. And um, why censor such a big platform? So the point of the Olympics is unity, right? Unity in a competitive fashion, to me. That's my, that's my uh, opinion. And so I believe the Olympics should be an advocate for unity, AKA stand against injustice, racism of any kind, oppression, right? And so to me, you allow 
like I, it's not just because I'm black and it's a Black Lives Matter subject. I I would feel this way about any other country that's being oppressed. Right. If the if we could be able to express that on such a huge platform like the Olympics, why not? You know, I, I, when you when you when you when you censor these type of positive movements um, and very you know unified movements, then I feel like you are part of the problem. So I'm uh, I'm roasting them. I'm roasting. <laughs> so hashtag roast Olympics. <laughs> you did. BK, talk to me. I have to agree with Marcel there. I'm like, uh, it always seems like something big comes up. You're telling somebody not to do something and the reverse is going to happen. We're going to do it because you're telling us not to do it. If you would just let us be, let us right. express ourselves normally, because it's not like we're expressing anything of hate, you know, or anything like that. Some people might not even know what BLM stands for. Let me just wear a shirt with BLM. You can right. figure it out. You can, you know, look it up later or whatever, but if you just let us be and express ourselves, we wouldn't have to protest. We wouldn't have to make it an issue. Leave us alone, just like you leave everybody else alone. Yeah. And we good, so I'm roasting it. Ish. Pastor B. You know what, man, I'm uh, I wanna, I wanna post it because I feel like people need to see the negligence on the behalf of the Olympics for them to come out and say, we don't want people to rock BLM. Mm. I think it's, I think people need to see that so that they can see that there is a negligent portion of the Olympics that is saying, we don't, we don't want any Black Lives Matter. We don't want the attention of Black Lives Matter or anything. But I'm with you guys when you say roasted because I think it's a shame. I think the Olympics is an incredible platform. It's huge. It happens with every four years. Um, yeah. yeah, and so I think for it to be such a huge platform, I think they're missing the mark by not allowing um, Black Lives Matter movement. And like you even said, Marcel, I'm I'm with it if they said, you know, we we rocking Black Lives Matter movement on this night of the Olympics, but then we hit and stop Asian hate on this night because at the exactly. end of the day, like said, the Olympics exactly. is an opportunity to bring and unify sports all around the country. Yep. So if we don't unify people under the sport. Why not unify them in understanding what's happening in different countries? Hey, I know we're in the Olympics and we might be in Japan or we might be in Tokyo, in, you know, in China, but guess what? Black Lives Matter is everywhere because yep. it's happening all over. You know what I mean? And uh, I just think it's another way to somewhat suppress it. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but uh, you know how it is, man. It's politics, man. They don't, they don't want the Black Lives Matter movement to be in it, but guess what? Black athletes are some of the most powerful people in the country. They're going to find a way. They're going to find a way to still advocate. Um, what will be interesting, though, is the NBA is such a big supporter of that movement, right? And just unity, period. So it'll be interesting to see how, like, LeBron and the athletes that he, you know, that he leads in, in the NBA on this, how they react to that. You get what I'm saying? Right. I can't see them really boycotting the, the Olympics because it's so huge. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they handle that for sure. Man. Well, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, 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 go. Well, I was going to say to me, honestly, to me, honestly, if LeBron says, cause I, I think that if they try to maybe produce some sort of way to kind of shut them out, I think somebody like LeBron and some of the other athletes may even choose not to do the Olympics. Cause here's the crazy thing. The Olympics actually need LeBron James, Steph Curry, all because when it comes to the NBA, 
and it comes to basketball, like in the Euro League, and they them getting together playing against the U.S. teams, it's not as competitive without the U.S. team, right? Yeah. And some of our some of our best athletes is meant to play in the Olympics, but they don't have to. Like LeBron ain't he ain't got to be like, oh, I need to play in the Olympics to have a name. LeBron is the name himself. Yeah, but so that's I just basketball, though, B. Like, no, that's I mean, one sport out of all of No, absolutely. I don't think basketball is the biggest sport in the Olympics. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. But I'm just saying it could it could trend, though, is what I'm saying. It could potentially right. trend. You know what I mean? Right. No, basketball is not. No, it's, it's a – I mean, it's a multitude of other sports. But what I'm saying is when you get into the sports where black athletes are more prominent, mm -hmm. i.e. football, basketball, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think that could uh, I think that could definitely affect too because those Black Lives Matter just as much as any other Black Lives. You see what I'm saying? So I think it can, could kind of run over. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think all I think all the Black athletes should pass. But go ahead, Mike. But yeah, to touch on it. So of course I'm gonna roast it. Of course, because <laughs> I think it's lame. One, it like, is what the Olympics? The last few last two Olympics, the ratings been down. So when you want to be on the, the right side of what's right, you know, mm. whether it's women's rights, whether it's, you know, Black Lives Matter, Asian hate, like, you're right. I'm sure once people see that, hey, we're on your team, the Olympics is on your team. Yeah. yeah. Ratings go up. Not just that. Here's what else I found out over the week. Mm -hmm. Nobody in the Olympics get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you want me to do a sport for free and shut up? Come on, bro. bro if, if, if that's not racism in front of your face, <laughs> what is, bro? Right, right. Get out here in this field, pick that cut. And shut your mouth. And shut up. And be quiet, bro. Like, bro, I just found out they don't get a dime. That's right. pure volunteer work, bro. Yeah. I mean, the, the honor is representing the country. Right. Not everybody gets that, but I, I feel you, man. That's the case in Americans, the black Americans. Not, right. Right. Got to be impactful enough. Yeah. People would always remember that Olympic year. Yep. And by the way, track and field is the most popular sport in the Olympics. Yeah. Yep. So, hashtag number four. Women's pay. I got a question. My question is, guys, will we ever get this right? Will we ever get it right to a place to where the women do the same job as the men and the pay is equal? Part two of that question is, why is it so lopsided? Uh, Lady BK, I'm going to start you out with that. Let me get my pillow real quick. Please I, know you got, I know you got a sermon for us too, so go ahead. Please do. And you know what? I used to never think that this was an issue until I got into the insurance industry. Working in the insurance industry, I just found out a few years ago that my homeboy that I got in, in a position that I was leaving from to go into a higher position, who is still in that same position that he was in when I got him in, and I've been promoted twice, makes more money than I do today. And I'm like, how is that? Wow. I'm not mad at him for having his money. I'm like, you know, well, at least as a brother, he got his money. I'm like, I'm good. You know, I'm happy he can support himself. And I'm happy that I can think like, well, all my provisions are met. Like God made sure I was straight. So I don't want or need for anything. However, it's still not fair because it's not just me. I hear the other women in the industry complain about it too. And I know it's not just this industry. It's not just insurance. 
it's all over. Don't know why that is. And even so, like, unfortunately, white women make more money than black men. So you can just imagine where the black woman falls in on that and other minority women. Mm. And so it's if, like, it sucks. So if you had to put your finger on what it could be, what would you say the reason why a woman like yourself wouldn't get equal or more than the person you brought in? That's crazy to me, by the way, but. Yeah, that's yeah. real crazy. I don't know, because when. It's been promoted twice. When I'm, and I'm roasting that thing. To, yeah, when him and I started to, to discuss it, he was even surprised. He was like, wait a minute, you have more experience than me. You're licensed, I'm not. He was like, how did this happen? Good old boys club. That's how it happened. Pastor B, talk to me, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's tough. I think that that has been a general consensus. I mean, it it is, it is a very true statement when, when you say that women do the same job as men watch this and sometimes do it better than man and still get paid less. You know what I mean? And I immediately got taken to even, I mean, even when you look at sports, when you look at women's sports, I don't know if it's, so I don't, you know, I don't know all of the parameters. I don't know if it's because interest. I don't know if it's because investment, you know, like WNBA versus NBA, you know what I mean? People are, you know, even when I saw something today about, you know, they're doing a story on women, uh, from it's called 144 and they're doing a story on women's you know basketball yeah the bubble look, yeah when you look at the hype around women's basketball versus men's basketball and this is one this is just one particular sport i don't know if it's you know the generation of interest the the, the investment of money on the back end that is back in these major institutions and, and teams but it just seems like it's a never-ending issue man that that women especially black women unfortunately will get paid less than men. And, you know, you I know you hear the cliche saying all the time, it's a man's world. But I, I truly think that the world don't exist without women. That's just, I mean, and, and, that's, and that's factual because men don't exist without women. We come from the womb of women, right? But um, will, they, will they ever allow women to get the same equal pay? I would hope so. Will it ever really happen though? Man, we, I still feel like we fighting for women's rights. We ain't, even, we ain't even got a chance to get to the pay for real. Right. But they do deserve it. They right. do deserve it. You know Marcel? what I mean? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely posting it a million times, right? Yeah. Um, and here's my take. Here's my take on this. Equality is, 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 it comes down to, you know, a couple things, but this is one of the main things. The person that's in a place of advantage As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Has to be an advocate for the person in place of disadvantage. Right? Absolutely. So um, one thing the NBA guys are doing more, and Kobe kind of started this, is that they're advocating for the WNBA a whole lot more today, right? That's helping them increase dollars. We got we got one of the sisters owning the Atlanta Dream. She's part owner of the, of the team now because they had a racist owner. That's that's a power move in that industry. I feel like men at BK's job that are making more needs to advocate for BK and say, hey, she needs to be paid more, you know? Men have to advocate for for women a whole lot more than we're doing, you know, um, and that's part of it. That's the only way. If, if it's like you know, we need good cops speaking against bad cops. Right. We need a lot of white folks that are in positions of power to 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 support the the the, the various ethnicity movements, not just black. You know, we need we need white people posting hashtag stop the Asian hate. You get what I'm saying? So it's 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 one of those things. And I don't want to take the emphasis off women because that's what we're talking about. But that's we need to advocate for our queens more flat out. You know what I'm saying? We need to showcase some more, man. And by the way, we got a super dope producer behind this show, Peaches Johnson. Thanks. She's dope. Right. She's super dope. And I just want to make sure that y'all know that for real facts. We're going we gonna to big her up every week because she's behind the scenes. We got a sister behind this show. Yes. Facts. Yes. Don't forget that, man. So we posting that thing, man. Facts, man. For me, man, it's 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 crazy because it's like, I'm going to take it to a sports world. USA women's soccer is mm-hmm. more popular than men. True. You know, and what's crazy also with the WNBA, you got all these makeup lines, Maybelline, you know, Revlon, like, but you, women help women out i thought you know you know i don't know if it's because men run the company but that's crazy that all these women brands out here you know won't endorse or sponsor some of these women's sports you know Mm. and Mm. then come to find out today i saw something that the um the golf tournament for the ncaa got canceled by by the the president of the ncaa talking about the course wasn't championship level but then one of the coaches for the golf team who was supposed to play today said, when I was a co- in college, I played on uh, a course in a tsunami. So you mean to tell me we couldn't play on this course today for a championship? Wow. You know, and not to mention, y'all remember in the NCAA tournament, the female weight room look totally oh, different. Yeah. So, like, so, yeah, man, it's, it's just crazy that, listen, if, I feel like if you put the work in, you dedicate yourself like somebody of the opposite sex, you get paid just as well as I do. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, let's pick up our queens in the world. I got a lot of women in my life busting their behinds. Hey, cut them checks and cut them right. 
Cut on like, like I said last episode, I'm coming for you. Mm. <laughs> shout there we to, go. Shout out to all the women executives and CEOs and black business owners that are women. For sure. Like and my wife. Oh, yeah, they're creating their own path. Yeah. yeah. Facts. And we stand with y'all, man. GMD with y'all for sure. Always. Yeah. It's all ladies' right. night. <laughs> and oh, no, no, my man, go ahead. Hey, man, last, last but not least, man. Hashtag Tim Tebow, guys. Oh, uh, let's get it. This man ain't played football since I don't know whatever. He just ended up getting a deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars, not just That's to play, not to play quarterback, mm-hmm. to play tight end, guys. Yeah. A position he never played in his life. Yeah. One, will he actually make the uh, the 53-man roster? Two, is this just a publicity stunt to get Jacksonville on the scene? Marcel, hit us up. All right, man. Can I be honest? Can I be transparent? Is that Let's okay? Is this Let's a judgment-free? Is GMD a judgment-free zone? That's just Always. what I want to know. Always. All right, cool. Now, feel me. Feel me. Hear me out. <laughs> now, it's two sides to me, right? First off, Tim Tebow is known for being a man of faith. Right. So you y'all know that when God get involved, all rules and policies are out the window. If when you favored, you favor, and it don't matter. None of that stuff matter. The typical stuff, right? That's that, that's the that's the Christian in me. Right. <laughs> now the other <laughs> now the other side of me said, Man, white people get to do what they want. <laughs> Flat out. Hey. You know, Kaepernick been out the league for how long? He was a beast, been to the NFL Super Bowl. He can't get a job. Come on, man. Tim T-Boy never played tight end. Not only is he not, not only is he coming back after a super big hiatus, he's coming back at a position he's never played at. And it's okay. It's just okay. Like, I'm sorry, but I, you know, I don't want to be the race car guy, but something is white about this, you know? And I, I and I'm not racist. I you know I, I'm not. I ain't got to get into that. But this felt privileged. This felt entitled. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But again, he is a man of faith. And so at the end of the day, I want to be clear. I ride with the faith that's in him that could supersede any typical statistic or whatever. You know, I, you know he's favored, and I want to ride on that. That's what I believe on. Um, but I'm. I, <laughs> I'm roasting that thing still, man, because he <laughs> played it tight end, bro. So, hey, BK, <laughs> talk to me. Huh. You know, I'm going to post it. I'm going to post it because I'm kind of like with Marcel as far as, you know, I guess the white people can do anything. But, I mean, he took his previous position. He did okay. He won a lot of games. So maybe he'll get in this position and do better than what he did before. I'm like, let's, let's give him a chance. Why not? I'll post it. Hey, let, check him have, let him have his time to shine. Before Pastor B go, listen, for those who don't know, quarterback and tight end is on two different sides. Bro. Not only do you got to catch the ball, you got to block some of the strongest people on that defensive end. Bro. Better Tim Tebow out. never had to block in his life. Bro. And let's say this. He was like, oh, I'm in the best shape of my life. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you who undefeated in this world. Father the time. time, brother. Yes, sir. Father time. <laughs> yes, sir. Listen, bro, one hit from them young boys. That <laughs> might be it, boy. Be it. Good point. He Tim, got a target on his head. Hey, Tim T, no. No. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Don't do it. Pastor B, what you think, man? 
I prophesy on this show. <laughs> oh, here we I go. Prophesy on GMD. Yeah. That Tim Tebow going to slide in quarterback in the next few months. Yep. Hey, listen, this is the way to bring him back. Let me tell you who, who is head coach. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. From the Gators. Who His... the University of Florida and won two championships under Tim Urban Meyer. Tim Brian Tebow. Bro. Watch Tim Tebow slide back in Jacksonville. And next thing you know, they're going to be like, headlines, breaking news. Tim Tebow just became the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But what are you going to do at quarterback? Wildcat. You already hey, know, bro. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what he's going to do. He, he might need to have that conversation with God. <laughs> but he, like, my, like my man Money Mike said, he go out there and get hit by one of them young boys, he going to be like, hey, coach. That's a wrap, boy. Put me at the QB position. This is not what I thought it was, bro. This is not the way. But listen, I mean, you know, like you said, Marcel, Tim Tebow is, is in fact a man of faith. Everybody knows Tim Tebow is huge in his faith. Uh, he's been like that at the University of Florida. He got a lot of spotlight. Um, due to his faith, and mm -hmm. I'm with him on that. Uh, big things popping, little things stopping. When you got God on your side, nothing is impossible, right? Yeah. Um, but but like but like Money Mike said, time is the father of all. It's gonna tell us. It's gonna tell mm -hmm. us if he's really ready or not. And right. um, you know, I think this was a lot of Urban Meyer's doing. Yep. Um, he knows Tim Tebow very well. Tim Tebow knows him very well. And uh, who knows, man? He might literally slide in there and do it. When I when I heard Tim Tebow was going to Jacksonville to play tight end, I immediately thought of Rob Gronkowski only because of the size. Yeah. But we ain't got no experience yet, so we don't know. Man. But he may be successful. We we don't know. We won't know until we see. Uh, but I think he might end up sliding in a quarterback because I, I think Jacksonville has been through a couple quarterbacks these last few years, and I think he might slide his way over on in there. I think the tight end position was just more like an offset way to get him back on the team. Right. Is he going right. to make the 53-man roster? Absolutely. He's going to be number two. Yeah. <laughs> three three things three things I want to bring up before we get out of this thing. One, right. Blake Borders and Tebow sit back in the league, but Kaepernick not. Don't let don't let that go over your head, too, guys. Mm. Don't let that slide. Two, two, Tebow potentially took a position from somebody who's been grinding all their life to get on the football team. Tim Tebow don't need it. He play, He did his thing already, you know? Yeah. He, he, he did his thing. I don't get it, man. So, and number three, Jacksonville still going to suck, by the way. <laughs> Trevor oh, Lawrence. Hey, man, Trevor Lawrence, right man. They still going to suck, bro. Trevor Lawrence, Who, who he throwing to? Who he throwing to? They got uh, DJ Chart. Hey, Marcel, what, what we got next, man? Hey, what man. Hey, next? hey, <laughs> hey but, but one thing I want to be clear on, Tim Tebow, you will be nowhere near my fantasy football. You understand me? <laughs> you will be nowhere near my team. I will not be picking you up, sir. No way. We got Taysom Hill rules this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. Yeah, man. So, man, post it or roast it, man. Make sure y'all leave a comment under, under this video, man. Let us know what we missed on the hashtags. We try to catch the ones that's trending, man. And Mike has been killing that, you dig? Yeah, and like yeah. to have fun with it. So leave y'all favorite hashtag in the comments, man. But let's move on. Uh, quick shout out to Swirl Curl, man. One of our sponsors on the show. TJ Hobson, a big supporter of the show. Just want to shout them out. And in the spirit of Black entrepreneurship, BK, yeah. you actually have your own business. Why don't you tell the people something about it, man? Bless them real quick, you dig? Yeah, so I just started my own body care line. A partner of mine and I got together 
and created. Oh, fellas, no, we just talking about supporting the women, fellas. Why not? Let's go. Yeah. Okay, let's get it. Uh, you know, pandemic hit. God said it's it's time for you to do it. Stop thinking about it. And he put everybody in spot for it to happen. And mm-hmm. so we do handcrafted body care. It's completely natural. Our company is called Be Adore. You might see it at Be Adore Body Care. You can find us on Instagram at now be adore. And uh, our website is nowbeador.com. We do body butters, we do body scrubs, we do foaming scrubs, we do bar soaps. We have things for the men and the ladies. We have also hair products coming out. We're building, we're continuously building and we're continuously promoting on it. So this is just another way. And I thank y'all for your support. For sure. Now, BK, y'all gonna have to get something for the beard game. You did. I ain't hear oh, you say. Oh, we got you. We got the beard butter coming out. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Bet, because that's what you know. That's what I'm on. He did. Like I ain't got no hair up there, so it's all just it's so it's like it was knocked down and came out here. So I need, uh, you know, you got to get me right. You did. Oh, I need it soft, I man. I Can't be feeling you. like no Brillo pad out here, man. All right. So uh, let's move. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So let's get down and dirty. This, okay, this you know what? This. I got some uh, goat talk for you guys. So we did enough on the racism. All right. I want to take you guys someplace else. Let, let's switch gears for a second. Let's talk about Black Love. Okay. Give me your top five Black romance movies, the greatest of all time for y'all. What do you got for me? Come on, Mike. Man. Hey, y'all come back to me. I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> y'all come back to me. I only got two or three right now. Come back to me. Has to be. Oh man, that's tough. I don't, you know, I, I was asking my wife. I said, because one of my favorite movies is one of our, or, or at least one of our favorite movies is The Notebook. But that ain't, that's not like it's not, bro. Black produced, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's love based. But I can't, I can't really think. I'm trying to think. I've been trying to think of black love movies. Can the producer chime in? Can we get some? Can we get some? Some yeah. producer. Yeah. 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 Part of you tap her in. Yeah. Come on, Pizzas. Let's hear it. Give us some producer love. She about to she about to pop in and give us some black love. Cool, cool. So while while she does that, I'm gonna get my five, right? Get your five. I'm these off. So first it. off, I got Love Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I got love and basketball. Hey. I got uh I got why did I get married? Um, I got higher learning. That was one of my joints, even though it ended hard. A, lo- a love movie? Yeah, man. That 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 dynamic. So to me, the heart of the movie was the relationship between them two. Now it was about, you know, it has some political uh underlying to it, but that you know, that the the heart of the movie followed that 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 relationship between those two. Okay. And for my fifth one, hey man, say what y'all want, but but this was a love story, and we saw this even more with the with the part two. Coming to America. <laughs> Coming to Flat America. Out. Coming to America, man. The man points cool. at Queens because he needed a queen on a map. Yeah. And he yeah. went to Queens and he got him a queen. That was very much like a Disney type princess story if you sit back and think about it, man. And even part two shows us that that same thing, man. So all right. So I I'm gonna go with best man. Nice. Okay. Jason's lyrics. Oh yeah. Love and basketball. Yep. Love Jones. Yeah. And 
y'all might not have seen this yet, but it's called a photograph, bro. Mm. It yeah. got like Issa Rae, Lakeith Stanfield in it. It's a real dope movie. So I have to check that out. That's my five. It's called what? The photograph. Photograph. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Check you, that you out. Gotta watch that. You gotta watch that. It's good. Basketball, yeah. Though. Yeah. So so while we're waiting for pictures, I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all my top five then. Okay. Love Jones, most definitely. And this was hard for me to do the top five because I am a movie fiend. So I'm all about it. So mm-hmm. I had Love Jones, Brown Sugar. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Oh, right. Oh, you guys forgot about Boomerang. Boomerangs. White. Love and Basketball, The Photograph. And of course, you know, I was going to throw in their Poetic Justice. and mm. Yeah. But, okay, BK. Yeah, BK came with it today. Yeah. I got tons of those. I love that one. I love that one. But come on, Peaches, what you got? Okay, so Scott. Can y'all hear? Yeah. Ah. Scott, what you got? Can y'all hear me? We can't barely, but we're going to have we're gonna have B echo your, your picks. He's going to echo them. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Jones. Okay. It's our number one. Sylvie. Sylvie's Love. Y'all ever heard of that? No, That's a Sylvie's Love. That must be Tyler Perry. No, it's not. It's not Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 before, wait, wait, wait. Before she continue, Mike, why did you think that was Tyler Perry? Hey, bro, I, I ain't about to have the fans mad at me, brother. I ain't going to. That'll be in our, our extras. We're going to do that in the, in the edits, the blue. All right. All right, Peaches, go ahead. Okay. Um, can't hear me. We can hear you. Okay. It is. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that played the deaf girl, the deaf uh, yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Her, her, 
Okay. The wood. The wood. Oh man, I love the wood. Brown sugar was a good one. I'm gonna say best man holiday. Best man. Best man. Best yeah. man was good. Right, 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 right. The holiday was dope too, but yeah, the original for sure. Best man holiday had me in my face. <laughs> All right, go talk, go talk, BK, go talk. Man, so again, in the comments, I'm sure we missed some movies because y'all sure start naming some that I completely forgot about, man. Know, like right? man, the wood, man. Oh, man, Road bounce was another good one. Um, man, but but I want y'all to leave y'all top five black love uh movies in the comments, you dig, and let us know what we missed. Get on us, and maybe we can get the reason why Mike thought Sylvie's love or Sylvia's love was a Tyler Perry <laughs> movie. I want to hear that, man. Maybe we can get that in the extras, man. Definitely not Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, like. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, guys. Like, for sure, for sure, for sure. So <laughs> let's move on. All right, before we get out of here, let's get a little heavy, right? Now, the Tower of Babel. Now, this episode, we're questioning if God actually created racism. And I think it's a very valid question if you know the history, right? Um, for those that don't know, there is the Tower of Babel that is in, I uh, just looked it up just to make sure I was right, because, you know, our my, my Bible thumping people. You know, if I mess a, if I mess a scripture up on this show, scripture do not, do not slide in my DMs and tell me which scripture it was. Okay, scripture I am boys. very imperfect. God made dirt; we're made of it. All right, this is a judgment-free zone. So I just want to give my disclaimer, but I did look it up to be sure. The Tower of Babel is in Genesis eleven one through nine. Right, talks about um, the you know. Uh, uh, just keep it short. I like to keep it layman's too. Group of people get together. They decide that they're going to build the largest tower ever. They're going to get together and be more powerful or as powerful as God and build this high tower up to the heavens. God takes notice and he destroys the tower. And in the process, it, it sends the folks scattered across to different lands, right? Now, this leads to the diversity and the speaking of different languages, because from there, that's where you get one language from another, right? Now, I also looked up this word called supremacism, which is the belief that a certain group of people is superior to all others. The supposed superior people can be defined by age, gender, race, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, language, social class, ideology, uh, nation, or culture, or belong to any other part of a particular po particular population, right? Now, anytime you get a set of folks over here that's in a totally different land of uh, folks over here, um, you get to me this idea of supremacism at some point, right? A lot of times we hear our president say, this is the greatest nation on earth. That's saying that we are better than other nations. So that's a form of that to me. And if we go back and trace back, we were all one language at some point. So. Um, my question to you guys is, was the, you, do you guys think the Tower of Babel was the birth of racism or supremacism, and did God kickstart racism here? Mm. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going uh, to say yes, but I don't think that was the intent. I think he knew what we would do with it, and you know, ultimately... He found a way to make that work out for his good, because I believe that. 
somehow, some way, later down the line, whatnot. But um, yeah, he knew what we were gonna do with it. He knew that we were gonna find a way to one's better than the other because all those people got together and thought, you know, for one second that they were gonna outsmart him. Let's build a skyscraper. Let's get up there to see the to see the realms of heaven. Let's be up there with him. And he's like, that's not what I want for you to do. That's not what I told you guys to do. Just like Adam and Eve. I didn't tell y'all to do that, but this is what you want to do. Boom, these are the consequences. But yeah, I think we created racism based upon his action to gotcha. our disobedience. Hmm. That, that's that's tough, bro. Because it's like, you, you never want to attach nothing bad to God. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, I, like BK said, I think you know, it went one way and man made it look, be something else, you know? So yeah, I'll, yeah, that's tough for me, man. But if I had to say yes or no, I'm gonna go, no, no, I don't believe God. Got you. I actually want, I actually want Pastor B to go last on this. I'm gonna go before, cause he's gonna give y'all the meat that y'all need on this. I already know he is, right? So I'm gonna be quick. Um, I believe that, uh, imagine this right? State of Tower of Babel was never destroyed. We're talking about one set of folks, one set of beliefs, one set of everything. And God created us to all to be unique and different. I don't think he created us to be born into the same exact thing, right? That's one part. And then also, how arrogant do you have to be to even attempt something like this, right? It's, it's, it's the arrogance, right? Like I think today, in modern today world, People get so intelligent that they believe in science over God. That's the equivalent to me. You know, like, I don't ever want to get too smart for my own self. You ever hear somebody say, you're so smart, you stupid? Like, that was one of those things to me. And then one more thing. So Tarmel is is like my brother from another mother, right? Um, We went to rival high schools, right? Even the neighborhoods we grew up in, he was from one side of the street, I was from another, and these sides of the street hated each other. We just didn't realize that each other, that we lived there, right? So everything from our background said that we should have been enemies and hated each other. And we came together and had and have a bond like no other, right? He's straight up, you can't tell me he's in blood, right? But we didn't get together and say, let's sell dope. We didn't get together and say, hey, let's take over the world. We didn't get together and say, let's do evil things. We got together and said, let's heal broken homes, right? So no matter what happened after the destroying of the tower, it was still up to the people, right? And and even before to get together and not do something so arrogant. So of course, to me, he did not create racism. Again, it's a a people-driven thing. There's nothing, uh, I think racism is evil. And, and God is incapable of evil. What about you, Pastor B? So the, the significance of the destroying of the Tower of Babel was <clears throat> when he destroyed it, he destroyed it because, like you said, arrogance. And the people assumed that they could build their way to heaven. But when God destroyed it, he disproved, number one, you don't have the physical capability to build your way into my presence Mm. because everything that has to be done in my presence is based on spirituality and growth and development. Right. So even in your professionalism, 
you're still not a pro at meeting me. So he destroyed the tower because they were trying to build their way to heaven. They were basically trying to build a step ladder to heaven. And he was angry based on their arrogance. And so he didn't create racism. What he did was he, he, what he, what ultimately happened as an, as a cause and effect is when it got, when everybody got dispersed into their different languages. And that's why it's called the tower of Babel, because now they're all, they, they got to a place where they did not understand each other. Mm. So what happened was in the midst of them building a tower, God interrupted their language and forced them into a position where they didn't understand each other. Because if you don't have understanding, you don't have growth. So when they were, when they were building a tower, Hey, put this brick right here, put mm -hmm. this, put this, put this asphalt here and make it mortar. So we're going to build our way. And in the middle of them building the tower to heaven, God interrupts their language hmm. and makes them confused enough that now they can continue to build because where there's confusion, there's not development. There's right. not. So what he was, what he was really pointing out was at the end of the day, God is love. And if God is love, God can't be racist. So did hmm. God create racism? No. But did man create a way to think himself to be more supreme than somebody else? Absolutely. There were kings and queens or kings in the Bible who put themselves above man's, above man's head and created a way for them to be more supreme than the people in the land. But at the end of the day, when we talk about God made dirt, technically the playing field is, is level hmm. because your status on earth means nothing to your status in heaven, right? So at the end of the day, the playing field is always equal. God made dirt from the dirt we come from, the dirt we shall return. So we're all technically equal. And here's the crazy thing. God allowed us to be born with different privileges. Even though the playing field is level, he, he allowed us to be born into different privileges. So that's why some people are born into royalty and some others are born into a more stable family based on what their ancestors did, their fathers, their mothers did. But at the end of the day, we all start off at the same level playing field because to get to where God is, we all got to be born again. Right. And that's, that's good. Go back to where our roots were. And we all got to realize at the end of the day, our status don't matter. Our class don't matter. Our money don't matter. How many Bentleys we drive, how many houses we got. None of it matters because the playing field is level. We all let, bleed the same. Yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you this, B. Did, did he have to destroy the tower to get his point across? Do you think there was something else he could have? Is there another route he could have took? Did he have to destroy the tower? Yes. God, ha because when you're arrogant, you don't listen. Mm-hmm. And so in order for God to get your attention, sometimes in order for him to move stuff out the way, he got to kill it all together. Oh, wow. So when he killed it and they were confused, they had nobody else to turn to. Hmm. And so sometimes God has to destroy things in your life to force you to turn back to him. Hmm. That's, That's how it works. Facts, man. Facts. I have a question. So did, did he actually destroy the tower or he confused them to the point where they could no longer build the tower. He, so it was just he, like an abandoned structure. But yep. He confused them to the point where they couldn't finish it. So it was an unfinished product. Right. Mm. And some people are more frustrated with the unfinished product than with it just being destroyed altogether. 
Because when it's destroyed altogether, it's just rubble and dirt. Right. But, when, but some people are so arrogant that they hate an unfinished product. Right. And that's more suffering than just looking at a diminished product. Yeah. And it's the reminder. The, the reminder, reminder, you have to see that, you know, wow, wow. That reminds me, that. Of the, that reminds me of the that. pillars. That reminds me of the pillars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Children of Israel and the pillars, man. Um, man, that's super dope. So there you have it. God didn't do it. We did. We did. We did. And we still are. But but I but I bind that thing in Jesus' name. Um, right. Before we got out of here, BK, why don't you give a shout out to Infinite Potential for us, man? Yeah, for sure. Infinite Potential enhances the most amazing services online at Infinite Potential Enterprise. They offer one of the best services to deliver goods at your doorstep and equally easy ordering step. They are also a physical store located in Altamonte Springs, which is in Orlando, Florida. Oh. I'm not yep. sure where that is, but all right. <laughs> So Altamont is about 20 minutes from me. I've been to this store. It's super dope, man. So if y'all in the Orlando area, make sure y'all stop by and, and, and pop a few tags. Do they still say popping tags at all? No. Oh. What, are, what do they say, Mike? What do they say, Mike? Not sure. I know you know. I haven't heard popping tags since um, 2001. So <laughs> I, I, I dated myself with that one. Yeah. It's all good. It was probably a better error anyway, but we, we're not going to go on that. Uh, so, so, man, make sure y'all shop with infinite potential, you dig? Man, so what did we learn today, man? I took some notes while y'all were speaking. Uh, B spent way too much on gas this week. Way too much. Uh, according to BK, don't be whitewashed. I love that word. Don't be whitewashed. Come on, Olympics. Y'all got to do the right thing. Get it together. Y'all get what I did there? Come on, Olympics. Do the right thing, Spike Lee. Y'all ain't even peeped that. <laughs> bars, bars. Anyway, um, and we got we to gotta support our queens, man. We got to support our queens. And last but not least, God did not create, create racism. We did. Our arrogance did. But we can trust on him to destroy this thing and just trust in him as you dig. And uh, make sure, as always, make sure y'all like and subscribe on the video. Make sure y'all hit us up on Merlot Shades. Make sure you grab a dope Bibocrat tea. Make sure you hit up BK's website. Leave a comment. Spread the word. Hit us up on IG. We everywhere. Repost. Post us on your story. All that. We social. We getting it in. And as, as always, GMD, it's all on us. I know. Hey, Tyler Perry, hit us up, man. Hit us up, Tyler. Hit us up. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 